Welcome to our podcast at Gutsy Conversations Over 50. This is Susan. This is Heather. And we are two badass women who just happen to be certified professional coaches. We love our bold and courageous community who are not afraid to show up, be real and vulnerable as we all embrace the second half of our lives. And here's a scoop. We've made it past 50. We've had our fair share of challenges and life setbacks. But guess what? We survived. In fact, we thrived. Absolutely. So here's to getting gutsy. Oh, yeah. We ready to go? Yeah. I'm like super excited. I can't wait for, you know, our community to hear from us and hear what we're about and, and hear, you know, just what we have to say. We want to talk about real issues um, that happen and that occur in people who are over 50. Right. We're talking and we want to, we want to talk real. None of this like fake bullshit. Right. None of this like we have a happy life. Look how perfect we are. Right. We want to talk about the struggles, the pains and how to overcome certain challenges such as, right? Retirement, empty nesters, you know, overcoming illness, divorce, intimacy and, and friendships and social relationships. You know, we want to talk about it in a real authentic way. We don't want to sugarcoat it, right? You know, yeah, we're going to all get through it, but you know, sometimes it fucking sucks, Mm -hmm. right? And each person has their own unique story. And yet I think somehow we're all interwoven into some of each other's experiences. And I, I find such intrigue in everyday lives, you know, everyday stories and everyday stories and how people really have overcome challenges and obstacles. I think we each have, uh, we can each learn lessons from each other. So yeah. And you know, Susan, we are opening up the conversation, right? So with this and this, we are wanting this to be a conversation, right? You and I are going to share our stories and we're going to share today, like a little bit about ourselves, but over the course of, you know, you know, the months and the series and, you know, whether we do videos or podcasts or live events, obviously we're going to share ourselves, but eventually we want, we want to hear from the community as well. It's a two-way street. So you want to, should we just like get right to it? Should we just share like a little bit about ourselves today? What do you think? Okay, cool. Like a quick, you know, quick, All right. a, quick a quickie about ourselves. Who I'm wants re- to go first? What I'm, do you want to I'm ready for a quickie right now. Are you ready for a quickie? <laughs> so I think outwardly, I would describe myself as a very healthy, vibrant 67-year-old woman. I am very upbeat, very optimistic. I love to laugh, which you know that because our laughter <laughs> together is contagious and outrageous. I'm very playful. Yet on, on uh, professionally, I've been very resourceful and um, a real problem solver and very results-oriented. Tell me how your upbringing and how you got to this place. How did you get to Gutsy? So I'm just going to give a little short history. So I okay. am... One of four children, they're two boys, yes. and my sister and myself. Um, I always thought I had the most beautiful family, which I do have and did have. When I was 18 years old, my parents got divorced, and that was like really shattered me. But before then, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I thought I lived a rather normal life, you know, normal events and, and comings and goings. I graduated um, uh, college when I was um, 22 years old, I went into the workforce. And I became a headhunter where I was placing people in finance and technology. And that is actually where I had met my husband, my husband-to-be. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. uh, we worked together for like three years at this company, at this employer, and then he ventured off on his own with a few other men. And then we actually started to date. And he actually was previously married for over 10 years. He had two 
precious children. After three years of dating, we decided to get married. So we got married. And um, I don't know if I told you, but I was a little bit ahead of my time in the sense that it was an interracial marriage, that which really never meant anything to me um, because I am definitely a colorblind person. I was like madly in love with personality, really admired him and admired him as, as a man, was an incredible um, provider for our family, um, had strong ethics and just a good person. But after 31 years, we ended in divorce. In the interim, in between those 31 years, we had worked together, owned, owned a company together and um, had an office in New York, had an office in Florida. As I said, he had two children prior to our marriage who are my children too. Um, right now, one is um, my daughter, my daughter's 51 and my son is 48. I also birthed when I was 28 years old, my incredible Erica Rose. She now is 40 and she has given birth to my grandson Zenith five years ago. And I also adopted a son when he was 17. He adopted us. We adopted him emotionally and in other ways too. And he then married an incredible woman and gave birth to four children. So I have like six grandchildren. That's amazing. Uh, my son, um, who is 48, he had his first child when he was 47. And he's like mm. a, a fantastic father. So I'm still very close with my siblings. On the outside, like I, financially, I lived a really, really very, very good life for over 20 some odd years. Um, my husband and I had, as I said, a home in New York, home in Florida. And from the outside looking in, life was really, really good. Isn't that uh, always the case? <laughs> no, I'm saying it looks good on the, from the outside looking well, in. You know, right? When you have material things, people say, wow, you, you, you're doing good. Yeah. You know, you have a company, yeah. you own a company, you dress nicely, you um, have beautiful cars, you have boats. We actually have resources, but uh, alcoholism got in the way. And uh, my struggle was I was probably making lots of excuses and never really wanted to confront that as impacting our family in a negative way. So when he wasn't drinking, which there were periods like for four or five years, he wasn't drinking. And as I said, I was married for 31 years. I would take those moments and just be happy that that was the case. But when he was drinking, you know, different personality, he was never abusive uh, physically, but different uh, personality issues came out that made it really difficult for me and for the kids, but never enough for me to want to get divorced. I didn't right. leave him. I wanted to stay married. And also we were tied in to work. We worked really well together. But then a few things happened. Finan financial, I think, was the first big hit was because we did live for over 25 years really well. Then came 9-11 and the tech bust. And we actually had a recruiting firm. We were replacing people in finance and technology. And after 9-11, for like two years, you couldn't even call and try to get people jobs. And there was no hiring going on anyway. So, And then for like four or five years, years, you know, we did struggle financially. But in the interim, my husband, who was very tied to providing for the family and also his ability to, you know, be a high wage earner and things falling apart, he uh, tried to commit suicide. And that in itself is like in a, a major emotional thing to try to, you know, live through and pass through and absolutely and help him through and, and my kids through. But our marriage did end like six years later, what I wanted to say is that I have lived a really good life, but I have had mm -hmm. many challenges. Absolutely. And and this is where I feel that 
I would love to share my story even more in depth and my experience and, and the way I've survived different obstacles and challenges. And I mean, today- And we I'm, will. And you will. We're going to. Yes. Yeah. And, and so um, after my divorce, I moved up to New York I, uh, from Florida. I actually moved in with my daughter, lived there for six months and got a new job. And took the year of um, my after my divorce of just mourning our, our marriage. It took about two, three years for me to start really dating. And, and then after five years, I met someone who I was crazy about. Beautiful. <laughs> and, um, no, and, and, and we didn't really totally formulate a, a monogamous relationship until two years ago. Oh, love that. Living with him and it's, and it's wonderful. But I love that. I've, as I said, I've had lots of struggles from mental health in my family, mental health issues, from alcoholism, from two people who actually in my family did successfully commit suicide, to losing my father when I was 31 years old and having to deal with grief and death and losing someone who I totally adored and had to deal with that reality, to then being blessed with my mom being living till 87 years old. And then two years ago, she passed away. But in the interim, you know, from the last nine months of her life, helping her with, you know, her illnesses starting to come and, and limitations that were put on her and, and all the coordination, have the best care and legal help and, and um, help with Medicare. Right. I've been through it, yet I'm still smiling and still very passionate about life. I wanted to take um, what I did a few years ago was leave my recruiting, leave headhunting where hmm. I became a, a life coach and got coaching certification. And now embarking on something that I'm very passionate about, yep. building community. All right, so we're sharing with each other. We're sharing with our community. And um, first of all, thank you so much for sharing. I mean, you know, beautiful story. And, and you've had struggles, you know, as I have as well. And, and, and you're courageous and, you know, you're, you're your own hero, as I always say. So what's my story? Look, I too... Um, have had my challenges and my struggles, you know, in life. And I definitely feel that I, I subscribe to the belief that like we have these challenges in life um, for our own learning and for our own growth, right? And, and, I, and I really just have always felt that everybody kind of connects for a certain reason and everything in our lives happen, whether they're good or bad, for a reason. And I like to find that silver lining. My story really do. is about, uh, yeah, my story, and I really do. I, I mean, I am pretty positive. It's taken me a lot of years to, you know, just kind of become this person that I am. I'm 55 years old. I am the oldest of four um, sisters. So I have three sisters. There's four of us. And I, I always have to start with that because I, I feel like that really um, defines who I am. You know, I, I feel like as the oldest sister, you know, whether my other sisters might agree or not, I felt like I was always kind of playing defense for us. I felt like I was always advocating for, uh, for all of us, you know, over the years. I, I think I felt obligated. There was like this obligation as the oldest, you know, to take care of everybody. Anyway, so, you know, I'm, I was the oldest of four um, sisters and Ultimately, you know, I kind of did the, you know, I grew up in a very nice community, you know, mm -hmm. 
I got educated, went to college, I went to medical school. I actually became an anesthesiologist. And I'm so proud um, of you for that. I don't dismiss yeah. that. I'm proud I of know. you for that. I know. I I mean, I'm, you? I, I'm a medical doctor. You know, I always, <laughs> I always like crack up. I'm like this anti-doctor doctor. Like I always forget <laughs> to tell people that. So, so I'm, a, but I'm an anesthesiologist and I, I still do practice. Um, I actually met my, my, my ex-husband is also an anesthesiologist. Oh, incredible. And we two met kind of, you know, on the job. Um, I was married. So, so, you know, so I married, we married, um, we had two children and then we two got divorced. Uh, we were married. And by the time the divorce, everything had dissolved. We were probably married for about 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been, you know, separated slash divorced. You know, it's been about 10 years. Um, we have two amazing kids. I have my daughter is a sophomore in college. My son is a senior in high school. You know, my, my ex-husband and I were amicable. We had an amicable divorce and we have remained amicable for the, for the children, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I feel like that part of life is, you know, still good. It's good. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're family, but we all kind of live our separate lives. So this is the interesting story about my divorce is that obviously there's always struggle, you know, when you go through a divorce, right? Part of it was also just kind of the guilt around it. Do I get divorced? Don't I get that struggle leading up to even deciding that we want to get a divorce? And, you know, the interesting thing about my divorce, it was complicated a little bit because um, I actually got sick about two days after um, we told our children that we were getting a divorce. Oh my God. You know, I'm in the hospital, pretty much fighting for my life. I ended up with what... um, uh, like this freak injury to one of the arteries in my brain. I had a dissection, which is kind of like a peeling away of like the inner lining of this small artery that goes up to my brain. And I guess a clot then kind of forms, you know, between that peeled layer and the outer layer. So by the time I presented, I was very confused. My artery was 95%, you know, obstructed. And I was confused. I didn't have a stroke, but it was like stroke-like. So that was like very dark. I was already in a dark period of my life because I was getting a divorce and I was, you know, struggling with that. Um, My family was all worried. To complicate things, I ended up getting septic. I had a staph aureus infection on top of it from an IV site. Yeah. And I was really literally struggling and, and fighting for my life. At the end of the day, I did go home. Thankfully, I lied. Thankfully, I lived. Thank God for us. I got the conversations over 50. Thank God. No, but, no, I'm but I, I went to, no, but I went home on IV antibiotics. It was like the real deal. It took me, it took me actually physically some time to really heal. So how long did it take about? Well, the, my artery actually healed. Believe it or not, my artery actually healed within three months. Uh-huh. Okay. The body is really an incredible thing. I mean, I had gone on, gone home on some blood thinners and whatever, but I'm now off them. But after three months, the artery was healed. I was considered normal, but you know, there was more like healing. It's like, I was like, I was, what do I want to say? I I feel like I was just, my world was rocked, right? Mm. I was this strong person. And all of a sudden I was so fragile. Like in my mind, it was like, it just took me a long time. I, I would say that was the first time, Susan, that I experienced the real transformation, right? So I went through the struggle of divorce and the struggle of healing the artery and healing my body. And I think that was the first time I realized what transformation could mean Mm. to anybody, right? Where you find the opportunity to create something good out of like this crazy situation. Did you feel that you had a good amount of support to get you to where you are today? Or was that through that? Or was that like a lot of your own internal work? 
Yeah. So, so obviously I had the support of my family, but you know, most of it is love. It was, and it's interesting because it was at a time that was very fascinating, actually. Um, it was at a time in my life that I really felt my life was loveless, right? I was just about to get a divorce. I was like, felt feeling like I had nothing. And then I get sick. But then I realized how many people I was actually Mm -hmm. connected to me. I realized how many people were really praying for me. Like I felt it. It was like this spirit, it was a spiritual thing. I was already deep in my yoga practice. I think I had been practicing yoga probably for about, uh, I don't know, seven or eight years. So I was already like really spiritual and I got it. Like I was, I was conversing with the universe. You know, I had one of those like, moment. So I would say, so that was that transformation. So, but I don't want to dwell on the illness. I I try not to make it part of who I am, although it is obviously who I am. So let's see. So let's see, where, where, where are we? So, you know, I ended up getting a divorce. I've been raising my two kids. Um, I think that's a super mom story right there. That's awesome. Right. And and so there, there's lies the financial struggle. Right. And then I was realizing, you know, that's just really one of those powerful things. I'm really passionate about women, especially divorced women, you know, finding their power in their finances. I mean, I was lucky enough to have, I'm a physician. I always worked kind of part-time when my kids were little, but I was able to rev up and work, you know, five days, but I always worked at a surgery center. So I wasn't taking call. I was able to be home for my kids. So I was blessed that I had some sort of means to support myself. But trust me, I was not bringing in the income that I had, you know, as a married couple. Two incomes at that point, you know, supporting a household. Yeah. And, 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 you know, just to back up, cause I, I just want to say one thing about the divorce. Cause you know, you all, you had mentioned this too, about looking perfect on paper. Like my marriage looked perfect. Two doctors, we lived in a big house. We had the pool, the two kids, the boy and the girl, it looked perfect, but I wasn't happy. And neither was my ex-husband. But I do think, and I know that my kids would agree, I think we're all happier now. We all coexist and cooperate now much better. Um, But I just want to fast forward. So, you know, I ended up realizing that there was more to my life than just being a doctor. And, you know, that led me to, and I had, and I'll tell you, it was also another, like one of these, another like transformational experiences. Two years ago, I had one of these like shocking, unexpected breakups. You know, this guy that I was dating, I found out that he had gone online and like started dating some other woman. And was just like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, but I was kind of shattered. Like my world again was rocked, you know, it's like my world was rocked. But again, I took it as an opportunity to say like, what the fuck am I doing with the rest of my life? Mm. I can't rely on some guy. Like, what do I want? And that's when I I, I went, that's where I met you, right? Mm. We went, we got trained. We were Mm -hmm. IPEC, I got trained at IPEC. I got certified, you know, we're certified professional coaches and I met you. And, you know, all of a sudden, ever since that moment, it's like the visions just keep on coming. It's like, you know, I feel like I'm skyrocketing and just, you know, visioning and manifesting my life and and making things happen. And because I'm able to make things happen for myself, I really believe that I can assist others so that they can do the same thing. Right. And as a coach, that's what I want to do. I want to support other men and women to take an uncomfortable situation, right? Whether it be divorce, a breakup, an illness, and really create something like fucking amazing, powerful, because you don't have to be a victim of your life. You can, you can just, you know, create the best fucking life you ever want. Yeah. And, and go through it, go through our life more consciously. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I feel like I feel like now it's interesting. And you know, when you and I were kind of talking about, you know, what does it mean to be over 50? Now I'm 55, you're 67. But the bottom line is I really feel that once you're over 50, that's an amazing time to, to say, you know, okay. I lived the first half of my life doing everything that was expected, right? I did right. what my parents wanted, my friends wanted. Now I'm going to do me, whatever mm-hmm. that means. If it means just saving money for a vacation, great. If it means doing a job change, I think it's really an empowering time in somebody's life. Look, it's freeing up. I mean, your children are not out of the house yet, but it's, it's really becoming more responsible for ourselves. Deciding and engaging in things that are going to make our life meaningful vital, how we're going to be resilient through various challenges. And and that's really why I'm so excited that I'm doing this with you. Yes. um, What's happening? We are and and bring other people who um, have been through their own um, unique stories on uh, to get professionals on to share their stories um, and to really make a very interactive community. So the key thing is being bold, gutsy, courageous, ballsy, and fucking outrageous. Did I say fucking outrageous? Uh, Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's a, hey, that's that's my favorite word. And look, and authentic, right? Authentic yeah. and true to ourselves. Uh, and true to ourselves. And mm-hmm. listen, you know, and and that's what we're about. I just, you know, we we really believe it. As I always say, if you can believe in that vision, if you can believe in yourself, you know, you can you can fucking do anything. Absolutely. Well, let's get gutsy, honey. Yeah, let's do it. Thanks so much. Love you. Thank you. Love you. Thank you for listening to Gutsy Conversations Over 50 and connecting with our gutsy community. For more inspiration, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gutsy Conversations Over 50. Until next time, love you. Love you too.